Hello, grandkids. Welcome to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. I just want to thank all of my listeners, whoever they may be. I know I have asked before, but if you get a chance, look at Grandpa's website and leave comments, positive or negative. The website is www.grandpastalesofterror.com. Now, with that out of the way, this next tale is one that may make you think twice about living in an apartment block and not being considerate of your neighbors. I call it Those Who Live Above Us. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. (laughs) Mr. and Mrs. Alucard lived in a quaint, nicely decorated two bedrooms, two bath with a den suite. The apartment was in one of the older, larger apartment blocks in the city. A 12-story brick-and-mortar, cement and steel beams work of art. All the suites were different sizes, which totaled to 365 homes. Exterior was 1920s, downplayed limestone and brick facade, and the inside oak and mahogany carved with the sweat of men and not the use of machinery. Nothing fake. The exquisitely carved woodwork, stained oak, had a brilliant lacquer finish that made the wood glow. Original chandeliers upgraded, of course, to LED lighting, but a visitor to the block would never know the difference. Even though the grand look, the woodwork, and the excellent shape of the building, one would think you would need a king's ransom to live there. Not so. The rents were very affordable. Years ago, someone had bought the building, made all necessary repairs, and kept the rents low. The owners were not concerned with making money, but instead to provide a safe place for the 55 and up residents in the block. That was the approximate average age of all the tenants, not to say younger people couldn't apply. Of course, background checks were done with an interview and a viewing of the suite up for grabs. The suite, up to be rented, was the one above Mr. and Mrs. Alucard. Now they lived on the second floor, so the open suite was on the third. Their neighbors below and on both sides were very quiet, which they loved. They loved to nap and just to stay and relax at home. However, they were quite active at the common room in the evenings. They always attended card night, bingo night, shuffleboard, suppers, which happened once a month, and so on. Everyone knew each other. It was a community. Mr. Hansel, the one who had lived above them, had unfortunately died when he was decapitated by a plate of glass that fell off of an office building. His children are suing the building the builders, and whoever else because of it. One night, while watching TV, that is when it all began. Someone was moving in, 
but they were not being very respectful of the time and their neighbors. The banging, the dragging, the thumping, not to mention the giggling. Now, you might think that the floors weren't very soundproof, but believe me, the walls and floor were thick, full-dimension lumber, cinder block, and concrete, so each suite was very soundproof, not to mention an excellent fire barrier. That's one reason why the Alucards moved in, for the quietness. They continued watching TV, wondering over the next few hours, what were their new neighbors going to be Over the course of a few days were somewhat trying for Mr. A. At different hours of the morning, there were thumps and things being dropped, large things. Mr. A was getting impatient with all the noise. He even said to his wife of contacting the owner of the building and making a complaint. She laughed at his proposal. <laughs> then on one night, Mr. A had had enough. Whatever they were doing upstairs was making the pictures on the wall shake. Mr. A went to the third floor and knocked on the door. He could hear giggling and what sounded like <laughs> someone getting dressed very quickly. An odor struck his nostrils before the door was opened. He wasn't quite sure what it was and also... There was the smell of cigarette. Finally, the dead bolt was turned and the door opened. There was a 30-something male standing in the doorway, dressed in a mid-thigh black silk bathrobe, and behind him, a 30-something female dressed the same, but in something flowery. The cigarette in the man's hand was about to drop ash, but the man flicked the ash into his other hand. Mr. A politely introduced himself and told them that he was the neighbor downstairs. The 30-something asked what could he do for Mr. A. Mr. A said that he just wanted to tell him about the loud noises they hear, so loud that it sometimes makes their pictures on the wall shake. 30-something replied that he was just relaxing. Okay, said Mr. A, adding for them to try and keep it down if they don't mind. With that, the door was closed, locked, and the giggling began again. <laughs> Entering their suite, Mrs. A asked how it went. Putting his keys on his key hook, Mr. A shook his head and said he thinks they might have a problem. Every second Thursday was the meeting of the residence club. Concerns were brought forward regarding anything and everything about the building, the occupants, and even concerns about what was going on in the city and as far as world issues. Dues were collected, used mainly for the winners of bingo. Different tenants occupied the roles of president, vice president, and so on. Mr. and Mrs. Alucard were in charge of safety for the building and those who lived there. The neighbors on either side of the new younger tenants had also expressed concern regarding the noise that they were hearing. They also expressed their empathy for the Alucards being underneath and how unbearable it must be. Mr. A acknowledged their concern and thanked them 
before it. He also mentioned that the concerns had been noted and the matter was being looked into. Later that evening, after the residence club meeting, there was a knock at their door and Mrs. A went and answered. They were expecting company to drop by, a Mr. and Mrs. Smith from Suite 360. The Alucards sometimes had visitors, or they were invited to another residence suite for tea. Every evening, there was a get-together. The Alucards, being in charge of safety, enjoyed it, not just for the company, but also if a resident had a private concern that they didn't want to be shared with everyone else at the residence club meeting. Being invited in, the Smiths entered Alucard's suite and were seated in the living room. Mrs. A prepared some tea and brought out some pretzels and cheese and crackers to snack on. She also brought out a large pitcher of ice water to drink. The Alucards believed in everyone staying hydrated, which, as a person aged, was very beneficial to health. After a couple of hours, they said goodbye to the Smiths. Once they had left, Mr. A watched the late, late news while Mrs. A knitted. Both of them could hear the door shut upstairs with a loud slam. Footsteps could be heard as if elephants were now walking across the floor upstairs. After a few minutes, the thumping and the dropping noises started. Over the next two weeks, the front page of the city's major newspaper was reporting several people that had gone missing. The television was broadcasting that the police service was asking for the public's help in and obtaining more Pictures of the missing individuals were being shown in case someone should recognize them and may perhaps have seen them. Seen or recognize any of the photos being shown, please contact your local law enforcement agency. On one particular night, in the wee hours of the morning, Mr. A was working on a project of his when loud party music started to play. Leaving the suite and heading upstairs, he knocked on the door. Nothing could be heard over the music, so he knocked a little harder. Finally, the door opened there was the 30-something male, glassy-eyed, and perhaps a little stoned, due to the smell of weed permeating from the suite. And there was the other owner, again. He asked what Mr. A wanted. Looking in as best as he could, Mr. A saw the 30-something female dancing with another female, while another male was watching him chugging on a beer. Mr. A asked if they could turn the music down. Slurring a bit, the 30-something male told everyone to turn the music down because the neighbor below is at the door. Just as Mr. A was going to say thank you, the door closed, was locked, and the music was turned up again. The next evening, after visiting the Georges in Suite 361, Mr. A turned on the television and, as routine, watched the late, late news again. He called Mrs. A to come into the living room who had been reading in the den. 
Across the screen were photographs of the couple that Mr. A had seen in the suite upstairs just a day earlier. Now they both knew, without a doubt, something was going on in the suite above. Mrs. A looked at the clock and reminded her husband about the request he was going to do for the Smiths. Getting up, Mr. A put his coat and shoes on, kissed his wife goodbye, and told her he will be back within the hour, and left.